Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high achieving and ambitious mid level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook. Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How's it going? How you doing? All right. So today we're going to talk about doing these five things before you negotiate a salary or raise. I've talked in previous podcasts about the three numbers that you need to know before you enter into salary negotiations. So you may want to check that out. If you go on my website, which is exclusivecareercoaching.com, that's where all the podcast episodes live and they're divided by category. So there is a category called salary negotiations and you can see however many episodes are in there about salary negotiations. This one will be in there as well. But today we're going to talk about what do you do before you get to the negotiation phase? Number one, I want you to research your local job market. The salary numbers that you bring into the negotiation should not be pulled out of a hat. This is not based on, you know, a certain amount over what I'm making now or what I was making in my last job. It's not, oh, I think I deserve. It's based on research. And you want that research because it lends credence to the numbers that you give out there. You want to be able to say, based on my research of the local job market, it seems like blah, blah. What does this job command in your local area? There should be a range and you can just do some Googling. You'll find it out. If you would have to move for the job, you want to make sure you look at the salary band for your job in that geographic area. It's a little bit trickier when you're working from home because let's say the company is headquartered in San Francisco, but you're in the Midwest where cost of living is really low. So you kind of have to look at, you know, am I going to be working from home the whole time? Will I be doing, will I be commuting? Will I be having to go in the office frequently? You know, will I have to spend time, you know, will I need to have an apartment in that city because I'll have to be there so much? So you really want to look at all that, but generally it's going to be the the local area or the area that you'll be working in. So number one, research your local job market. Number two, determine where you fit within that salary band. So usually you're going to see, you know, a 30, 40, maybe even more tens of thousands of dollars range. So $30,000 range, $40,000 range. What do I bring to the table that will move me up or down within that range? Do I have an advanced degree? Do I have a highly desired certification? Am I extremely experienced? Maybe I have a niche experience within the overall you know, work that I do that can move me up within that salary band. You want to look at the qualifications that they're asking for and do I have all of the required qualifications? Do I possess all of the preferred qualifications? So that's going to move me up within the range. 
And if you're asking for a raise, because this is also about asking for a raise, where are you currently at within that salary band and objectively, where should you be? So let's say you had just started, you're asking for your first raise and the verbal agreement at the beginning, at the outset was, we're going to start you at a more entry level but we will discuss a salary increase in six months. So now it's six months later, you want to look at that band and think about, okay, here's where I came in. Here's what's reasonable for this job based on, again, the local geographic area and based on my performance. And we're going to talk about those successes in a moment. Here's where I think I should be going to aim a little bit higher. And this is when I talk about the three numbers in other podcasts. I want to aim a little bit higher than I want to end up at because there's going to be negotiation back and forth, but I want to be realistic. So number two, determine where you fit within that salary band. Number three, Write out three to five facts you want to talk about and practice them. So we've talked about some of these things. Do I have an advanced degree? Do I have certifications? Do I have experience? If it's a raise that you're asking about, what have you gotten since you started the job? Well, when I started, I didn't have the PMP designation, the project management professional. I've gotten an advanced certification in human resources. So those are things that should move you up within that band. What projects have you managed with great success? What stretch assignments have you been placed on? What committees or initiatives have you participated in? Have you been identified as a high performance, a high potential performer? And I've been put through some sort of a leadership group within the company. Those are all reasons that would be good justification for where you want to be in that band. Number four, you got to clean up your mindset. I know I'm a broken record on this one. But central to all of these steps is being confident in what you bring to the table, believing firmly without wavering in your deservingness. If you have thoughts like they'll never offer me that much money or they'll pass me over for a raise just like last time, you are sabotaging your efforts. It doesn't matter how much research you do into the local job market and the salary bands and where you think you fit. You're going to sabotage yourself by how you show up for that meeting. And you're going to catch yourself saying things like, well, you know, but if not, you know, I understand. And and here you've got this boss that may be thinking, yeah, she really does deserve a raise. And then here you go and say, but, you know, I understand if you don't think this is the right time. And even if you don't say it, if you're thinking it, it comes out in your body language, it comes out in your energy level, and it is picked up on whether they can tell what they're smelling, as I like to say, or they just know they're smelling something that doesn't smell great. So I recommend that you take a legal pad and fill out an entire page with all the positive thoughts you can believe about yourself and start practicing them prior to the negotiation. So here we go. I am the best person in my department for whatever, for this position of whatever, for this stretch assignment, whatever it is you're, you're, you're the best person for. My client praised me for, or clients have praised me for. So writing down all the things that you've, positive things that clients have said about you. I am so ready to take on this new challenge. So really thinking about those positive thoughts that you can believe. These are not aspirational thoughts. I'm going to try to believe them. These are thoughts that I can believe. So let's just say 
maybe you don't feel like you're so ready to take on this new challenge. And when you say that, it doesn't fit. I always think of these thoughts as being like you going into your closet and trying different clothes on to see what fits the best, what looks the best. So maybe I am so ready to take on this new challenge doesn't feel good. It doesn't fit. So maybe you decide to think, I believe I can take on this new challenge. I could learn to take on this new challenge. Just try some different phrasing on until you find the one that feels good. I do this, by the way, all the time with my clients. When we're working on their thoughts about their job search, their candidacy, whatever it is, I'll throw ideas out. I'll have them throw ideas out. And inevitably, there'll be a thought that comes across that we'll throw out there. And they'll be like, that feels really good. Like they immediately know that's the one they want to practice. So that's number four, mindset matters. Number five, I want you to assume the position. (laughs) Now, I'm talking about Wonder Woman here, and you can pick your favorite superhero if you don't like Wonder Woman, if it doesn't do it for you. But the Wonder Woman pose, and if you've ever watched Grey's Anatomy, Amelia does this all the time. And I've been doing it for years, and I was talking to someone recently who was a Wonder Woman fan, and I was telling her about assuming the position. And she got so excited because she loves Wonder Woman. So I want you to stand up in front of a mirror with your legs far apart, your hands on your hips, your shoulders squared, your head up, and you smile at yourself, you state your positive thoughts out loud, and you feel the strength and the power that you're harnessing. You stand strong. And it bonus points if you decide to play an uplifting or an encouraging up-tempo song. Inevitably, when I'm doing the Wonder Woman pose, and yes, I do the Wonder Woman pose. So like I do it oftentimes when I'm getting ready to do a presentation. So if I'm doing, especially it's been on mostly on Zoom lately, I've been asked to do a presentation for a group. I play Elton John's I'm Still Standing. That's my favorite go-to get jazzed up song. I love it. I have had it as a ringtone before. So I've got Elton John's, I'm still standing playing. I've got my hands on my hips, my legs spread. I'm squared. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm, I'm, I'm saying things like, I'm going to kill this presentation. They are going to learn so much today. I am such a great presenter. Like whatever comes up for me, I'm going to say those words out loud. I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and I'm going to believe what I'm saying about myself. I promise this works. It may sound silly, but it works. So number five today is to assume the position. Let me give you those five steps again that you want to do before you get to the negotiation phase. I would highly encourage you to come Couple this with the episode on knowing your three numbers, and you can look that up again on our website, exclusivecareercoaching.com. So number one is research the local job market or the job market where you will be moving to. Number two, determine where you fit within that salary band. Number three, write out three to five facts about yourself that you want to present as reasons for the salary, reasons that you want that starting salary, the reasons that you want that raise. Number four, clean up your mindset, get all the junk out of there and work on positive beliefs about yourself, your marketability, your your ability to do the job. And then number five, assume the Wonder Woman position. I hope this helps. This has been a little bit of a shorter one, but I think it's packed full of great content and I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach. 
so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.